From the food we eat, the air we breathe, the land we dwell, to the health of our body and mind, and the well-being of all things in the universe. Unlock the science with Chula Radio Plus. Welcome to Unlock the Science. I'm Lawan Jira Suladet. Many of us are more than familiar with a typical day at office, which is characterized by sitting in front of computers or huddling in meeting rooms for an extended period of time. This daily routine at workplace, if not done properly, is very likely to cause office holders to suffer from the so-called office syndrome. Office syndrome refers to pain or soreness in the spine or muscles in various parts of the body. Most of the time, this results from our poor sitting or standing postures while working at office or staring at the computer. At workplace, it is common for people to constantly sit with their leg crossed or slouch toward their computers. If these postures are maintained day after day, they are highly likely to become the cause of office syndrome. Some of the most commonly seen symptoms of office syndrome include headache, neck ache, back ache, shoulder ache, dizziness, soreness in the eyes, chronic muscle pain, as well as numbness in wrist or feet. Sufferers of office syndrome can be seen at almost every workplace around the world. There have been studies in many countries showing that white-collar workers are often subject to office syndrome symptoms. In its report on work-related health problems in 2015, the European Agency for Safety and Health at Work wrote that workers in our European Union member states often experience backache and muscular pain in their shoulders, necks, or upper limbs. Over half of them attribute these problems to working with digital devices such as smartphones or computers. Professor Dr. Prawit Jain Wantanakun from Department of Physical Therapy, Faculty of Allied Health Science, Jolalongkorn University, shared with Unlock the Science that, on average, approximately half of our employees in an office are likely to be suffering from office syndrome. This applies to every office around the world. He discovered this after reviewing academic papers concerning this issue in the past 20 years. Office syndrome takes time to accumulate, so its symptoms may not seem severe at the beginning. However, if not treated timely and properly, this symptom could lead to chronic pains and abnormalities in the affected parts of the body. Thus, office syndrome could severely affect our professional and personal life in the long run. Although the symptoms are not fatal, it prevents office workers from leading their normal daily lives. If they turn a blind eye to their conditions, the syndrome can eventually lead to disability. Disability resulting from office syndrome makes it difficult for office employees to carry out their everyday movement, such as driving their cars or sitting at their desks for a certain period of time. As a consequence of office syndrome on employees' well-being, there is no doubt that the employers suffer as well. Publications by academics and health organizations in the European Union and the United States have cast light on economic implications of office syndrome. 
Symptoms accumulated over time, such as back pain, could lead to numerous working days lost, longer absence from work, declining productivity, and rising medical expenses. Joining our show today is Professor Dr. Prawit Jen Wantanakun from Department of Physical Therapy, Faculty of Allied Health Science, Jhulalongkorn University. In the past 20 years, Professor Prawit has conducted research related to office syndrome. Also, he has been working for 15 years with the Physical Therapy Council, which is the body created by a law to regulate the profession of physical therapists in Thailand. Let's hear his discussion with Unlock the Science reporter, Ha Wang Meng. Dr. Prawit, compared to other countries, how serious office syndrome is in Thailand? Many people might think office worker is a comfortable and risk-free job, but is that not true? And today I, I will focus my talk on neck and low back pain. It is a topic of my research interest in office worker. Based on my research, I, I am afraid to say that we are facing with a big problem of a neck and low back pain among Thai office worker. About half of those working in office uh, have either neck or low back pain. And, and that is a lot. When you think about every 5 to 10 person in the office have neck or low back pain. And the number of office workers who suffer from neck and low back pain report in other countries is more or less the same as in Thailand. So I would say a number of Thai office workers with neck or low back pain is as many as in other countries, both developed and developing countries. Do you think companies and organizations in Thailand are giving adequate attention and importance to this health issue? Thank you. And this is a very good question. And unfortunately, my answer is no. I don't think a company in Thailand have given uh, adequate attention to office syndrome. And the reason may be because uh, neck and low back pain doesn't lead to death. Unlike COVID-19 or other serious disease such as uh, heart disease or cancer, the truth is uh, no one will die because having neck or low back pain. But someone who have a uh, quite severe neck and low back pain will definitely tell you that it affects their life. They have a difficulty performing several activities in daily living, such as dressing, sitting for a long time, driving, or even sleeping. And this is called disability, and it impairs the quality of life. I always ask uh, office worker how neck and low back pain affect their ability to work. And almost all of them answer me that uh, neck and low back pain affect their ability to work to some extent, depending on the severity of pain that they experience. And definitely pain would affect the speed of working. For example, an assignment that would take you one hour to finish, it would take you two or three hours to finish if you have a neck pain at, the, at that time. And pain also affects your concentration. So it can lead to uh, misjudgment or error. And someone has to pay for that. And unfortunately, there are company and organization that worker belong to. Uh, one of my early research findings show that the cost related to having office syndrome is huge, several billion baht per year. So my, my last word for this is uh, a company will be better off 
having healthy worker in their office, and and this is also good for the worker themselves. Then, is there any way for a person to know whether he or she is suffering from office syndrome before the syndrome takes a serious turn? Okay. Yes. Ah, uh, of course, there is the way, and usually a person is aware that they have a office syndrome when. When they are having a persistent neck or low back pain, what what I mean by persistent is that you having neck or low back pain for a long time. Let's say about three months. It can be on and off during that period. It doesn't have to be all the time. And and the nature of neck and low back pain is is a chronic problem. That means when you got it, uh, either neck or low back pain is more likely that it will be with you for a long time. That what I mean by chronic, and You 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 may experience neck and low back pain for a couple of months, and then you have a pain-free period for three or four months, and then again it come back to you, and it just keep going like this. And this is a is an office syndrome that we are talking about. So based on the research, ah, uh, that I have done, a sign to tell you that you are getting office syndrome is a feeling of discomfort, a feeling of discomfort in the neck or either in the back. What what is the feeling of discomfort? You may ask me. I would say that discomfort is a mild version of pain, and in another word, if you have a severe discomfort, then you can call it pain. Okay, so that that is what I mean by discomfort. And research have shown that a feeling of discomfort is a very good predictor of neck and low back pain. So if if you have a lasting discomfort in your neck or in your back. It is quite sure that you are going to have neck or low back pain sooner than later. So my advice is: do not allow your body to feel discomfort too much and too long, and that will be the best way to avoid office syndrome. As the office syndrome may be unavoidable for office employees, what will be your suggestions to them so that the impact can be mitigated? For office worker as well as those working at home, working from home at the moment, I I have three advice for you. My first advice is we must give an attention to our chair we sit, our desk we work on. The height, the height of the chair and the desk are important feature to prevent discomfort. And my advice is do not sit on a chair that is too high or too low, because that will bring on Discomfort quickly. We must adjust the height of the chair to suit our body. And the appropriate height of the chair is when you sit on the chair, your feet should lie flat on the floor, okay, and your knee should bend 90 degree, and your hip also bend 90 degree. And a good chair should have a backrest and also armrest, and it come with a, a, a view at the base of the chair. So you can move around easily. For the decks, the appropriate height for the deck is this: when when you sitting and want to work, ah, uh, you put your hand on the keyboard. Your elbow should be bending around ninety degree, and your shoulder should not elevate or shrug. So that will be a optimal height for the decks. And one tips that I want to to tell everyone is: under the desk, it should be a empty space. You should not put ah uh, the stuff. And inside, because you need uh, a space for your leg to move freely, and then that will reduce the discomfort. Okay, so that is my first my first advice. 
My second advice is, uh, is you have to take a break frequently. When I say taking a break from sitting, I mean getting out of the chair for a couple of minutes, walking around. If you like, go to the toilet, get a cold drink, get a coffee. And that's, that's, that's good enough. How frequently should we have a break during work? My suggestion is once every hour. That will be great. And someone may, may say that, well, they, they cannot break that often. It may be because they are in the middle of the meeting or they are driving a car. So in that case, my third and last advice is you should change your body uh, sitting posture frequently. That, that can be done while you are sitting. You should change your sitting posture by shifting your body weight from the right buttock to the left buttock and then again from the left to the right buttock. Do it frequently, once every five minutes. So I would like to conclude again. My suggestion to office worker or those working from home at the moment. First, we need to adjust the height of the chair and the desk to suit us. Second, try to take a break. Uh, frequently, once every hour. And third, the last one, you should change your sitting posture frequently every five minutes if possible. So that, that is all of my advice. We will take a short break now. You are listening to Unlock the Science on Chula Radio Plus. Seeking to tackle the sedentary lifestyle led by office workers, a team of two doctoral students from Chulalongkorn University have invented an innovative behavior adjustment seat known as DynaSeat in 2020. Their prototype comprises three parts. There is an inflatable seat pad, which users can place on their working chair. Air will be pumped into the seat when users have been sitting poorly for a long time or when their sitting posture is unbalanced. This will force users to adjust or change posture frequently. Second comes the controller, which looks like a rectangular box. Attached to the seat pad through a connector, the controller has to be plugged in so that the inflatable seat pad can function. Lastly, there is a mobile application reporting users' sitting behaviors in real time. The algorithm installed in the controller will calculate the frequency and duration of breaks an individual should take based on that person's sitting duration and behaviors while using DynaSeat. The mobile application will then remind the users when to take such a break from work. As the supervisors of the DynaSeat project, Professor Dr. Prawit Jain Wantanakun continues his conversation with Unlock the Science reporter Ha Wang Meng to give us more insights into this project, which won a gold medal and very good reward at Thailand Research Expo 2020. Dr. Pawit, how effective is DynaSeat in dealing with office syndrome? And is there any proof for its effectiveness? Uh, to, to answer your question about the efficacy of DynaSeat, for the prevention of office syndrome. Uh, let, let me briefly talk you through the process we used to develop the diagnosis. Uh, there is two steps in the process. In the first step, we brainstorm and build a prototype. When, when we finish with the, with the prototype, in the second step, we test the efficacy of diagnosis to see that it can prevent and treat office syndrome or not. And we, we did it in 200 volunteers working in office. 
And in this experiment, we distribute dynasties to 100 volunteers who who were who, who were healthy and report no neck and low back pain in the past six months. So they are healthy. And then we ask them to use the dynasties for 12 months. And for the another 100 volunteer, they did not get the dynasties to use in their office. And all of them will were asked to keep track of their neck and low back pain during the 12 month period. And now it is an exciting part. I would, I would like to say that we, we found that Dynasys was effective to prevent neck and low back pain in office workers. And those who use Dynasys regularly report less neck or low back pain incident compared to those who didn't use Dynasys around 50 to 70 percent. Say it again, Dynasys is basically cut the chance to have neck or low back pain by half. And we are very pleased with uh, that result. Then is it safe for users to assume that using Dynasty means that they will not be affected by any symptoms of office <clears throat> syndrome at all? Well, this, this is a very good question. Thank you. Uh, based on the finding that I have just mentioned to you, alecular use of Dynasty would reduce your chance of having neck or low back pain by roughly 50%. That means some people who use Dynasys regularly still get neck or low back pain. You may ask me, what happened to them? Well, my lesson, my lesson is related to the cause of neck or low back pain. There are several reasons that one people can get neck or low back pain. For example, someone may get an accident such as falling and then they develop low back pain. Someone may sleep in not so good posture during the night and then wake up with neck pain. Or someone may play sport too hard and get sore neck or sore back in the next morning. And this is all sort of thing that can lead to neck or low back pain. Having said that, however, the most common cause of neck and low back pain in office workers is related to their sedentary lifestyle more than anything else. As everyone might know, office work mainly involves computer use, participation in meetings, reading a document, and taking telephone calls. And a typical workday for many office workers is to sit for several hours. Besides, after you finish your work, most of us still sit and fiddle with our smartphone for a long time. So in one day, many of us sit a lot especially for office work, office worker, it may go up to 15 hours a day. And I am afraid to say that this sedentary lifestyle is one of the major cause of neck and low back pain among office workers. The dynasis is mainly developed to tackle this problem. By using dynasis, you will get a little more of your body movement that is necessary for healthy, healthy neck and back. And for sure, the dynasis cannot prevent neck or low back pain derived from other causes, such as having an accident, sleeping in a poor posture, or playing too much sport. And that is the truth. Dynasys is designed to prevent office syndrome. Then should people who are already experiencing the syndrome use dynasys as well? Well, I, I glad to answer this question with yes. I mean, dynasys certainly have a value for those who are suffering from office syndrome at the moment. I, I have mentioned already that in, in the process of developing the NASI, we tested in 200 volunteers. 
based on our recent data analysis. I would like to recommend those who have been neck or lack or low back pain at the moment to use Dynasit. We found that those who have office syndrome and continue using Dynasit get faster recovery from the disease. Let me explain it a little bit further. Usually, if I get, uh, for example, a neck pain, it would take around two months on average to get rid of it completely. And if I use Dynasit at work, I probably get rid of the, my neck pain a little bit quicker. I mean, it will be one more month less. So I think you can imagine having neck or low back pain one month shorter. That means a lot to many people. Would you encourage office workers to exercise as much as they can besides using Dynasit to keep their body healthy rather than relying on the invention alone? Yes, yes. I would like to encourage office workers. In fact, everyone to have a regular exercise and that, that can be cycling, jogging, dancing or yoga. And exercise or increasing daily physical activity is very important for our health more than ever before. And my recommendation is you, doing, uh, you do uh, exercise for at least 150 minutes per week. And this can be break down into several sessions. For example, you can exercise 50 minutes per session and do it three times a week. And that is a total of 150 minutes per week. Or you, you can exercise 30 minutes per session and do it five times a week. And that is a total of 150 minutes per week as well. And one, one important issue uh, related to exercise is, is about the intensity of exercise. That is, the exercise, the exercise has to be a little vigorous to have a health benefit. So when you exercise at the healthy level, you should feel a little bit difficulty in breathing or you puffing a little bit. And if you can still breathe normally or you can talk easily, that means you exercise too lightly. Then what you should do in this case is trying to increase a speed of your body movement one more level. By this way, you will get a full, be- full benefit of health from your exercise. And lastly, for someone who don't like exercise, they still have a choice. And that is they can increase their daily walking step. Please try to collect more or less 10,000 steps each day. And this number of walking steps is likely to keep you healthy. And for those who decide to exercise by uh, walking more each day, I would recommend uh, you to walk a little bit faster, faster than your normal walking speed so that you will get a benefit from the exercise. And that's all what I want to say. Dynasit as an invention has applied for a petty patent with Department of Intellectual Property under Thailand's Ministry of Commerce, which is responsible for granting intellectual property protection. Petty patent, as opposed to patent, is given to smaller inventions. If granted the petty patent, Dynasit will receive a six-year protection extendable for another four years. Currently, the invention is in its commercial design stage. Dynasit is expected to make its debut in Thai market by the end of 2022. Professor Prawit said, companies in Thailand would be better off taking office syndrome more seriously, considering the health impacts of the syndrome and possible millions of dollars lost to the companies as a result. 
Unlock the Science would like to thank Professor Dr. Prawitjen Wantanakun from Department of Physical Therapy, Faculty of Allied Health Science, Jhulalongkorn University, for his talking to our show. I hope you enjoy our program. You can listen to Unlock the Science on Jula Radio Plus at FM 101.5 every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. You can also listen and follow us on our website, curadio.jula.ac.th, and our Facebook page. And our program is also available as podcast. See you again next Saturday. Have a nice day. Unlock the Science is edited and produced by Sinfa Tunsorawut with Lawan Jirasurade as the program host and co-producer. <laughs>